Welcome in to the Triple Play Fantasy Football Show. Let's go. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome in to another episode of the Triple Play Fantasy Football Show, a proud member of Fantasy Points and the Fantasy Points Media Group. We're joined by Johnny Foosball and the Doc tonight as we go over some trade deadline talk, uh, which I know the title was not changed, and I'm about to change that in a second. But I, uh, a crazy trade deadline, I think, because it was spaced out over the last few days here. And there were some big trades that went down. And we want to talk about all of those and kind of the fantasy impact we think is going to happen from those tonight. But first, Johnny, what's new in your world? I just bought three lotto tickets for the $1.2 billion. So if David can hit on a ridiculous Greg Dortch bet, maybe <laughs> I can hit on a $1.2 billion Powerball bet. So if I buy a minor league sports team, you know why. You can't. Can't even buy a major league sports team with a billion anymore. <laughs> would it, would that be what you'd want to buy though? If you like, would you want to buy a uh, no. major league sports team? No, that would honestly be a waste of money. <laughs> <laughs> I respect it. First, first thing you would buy if you won that money, what would it be? Probably a new computer. Pretty lame. New phone. <laughs> I mean, something you could get right away. I get it. Exactly. I, I respect it. Doc, what about you? What's going on in uh, Doc's world? We're going to see an F pass, but since you forgot to say the promo code, I'll do it. Use triple play 22 at, at the fantasy points website to get 10% off. And now that the trade deadline is on, has gone underway, it's going to be a lot of changes in the fantasy rankings. So you definitely want to go and check it out because in that playoff push, they're going to help you push and win your league. Yeah. That's actually one of the few times I forgot to actually say the promo code. So no, you forget all- it every time. No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, make sure you guys sign up. Triple Play 22 gets you 10% off over at fantasypoints.com. And yeah, we're going to FPAS, which is a baseball topic, which we'll save for our baseball show. But it'll be a very good time. We'll talk about that later on tonight when we do that. Let's low a uh, Scott Fishbowl update, which if you actually haven't seen the new Scott Fishbowl website, it actually is very nice. It's a very nice looking uh I can't think of the word I want to use, but it's a very nice website, website. platform. No, no, I know. Obviously, I know website. I'm saying like for another word for nice. Like, what does URL stand for, David? Upgrade. You say you know website. Uh, it's something link. Wrong. What is it? Universal Resource Locator is a trivia question I got wrong two weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't feel as bad now. Did you know that? Resource Locator. I did not. Okay, go. We're on the same page. Scott Fishbowl update as I do my control F for triple play. You can skip over me this time, Davey. <laughs> I will. And the highest Jacob Dunn is in 21st place. Right That's now. wild. 21st. That's awesome. He's 14 and two. Uh, then next down is me. I'm at 131st place. I'm at 10 and six, but my points have helped me there. Then next down is Doc at 816th place. Crawling up slowly. You have a better record than me. 
but I think it's because your division of just the way things have played out has worked better for you. Why do you join an obscure uh, location? That's right. Toby, who uh, is still part of triple play somewhat, Toby Zyantech Z2 Fantasy, he's in 881st place. Then Brad is in 1072 place. Chris Sanzo, Doombot 12 FF, 1444. And Zach, FF Chalupa Batman, 1769. And then finally, Alex Mateo, 2234th place. Those are all the triple play guys, except for John, which we'll leave out. But you're actually not, you're actually not as No, bad I'm not terrible. Team. I just was so annoyed that I, I was at a wedding over the weekend and forgot to take out two people who were out. <laughs> Wedding look lit though, according to the picture. Yeah, from the I know too lit. That I'm, I dropped 200 spots in the Scott Fishbowl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about some trade deadline talk here, as there were a lot of trades that went down over the last few days, and I'll just kind of go through the meaningful ones one by one here, and we'll think of the impact it could have here. Let's start with Calvin Ridley, who was traded from Atlanta to the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Falcons are going to receive a 2023 fifth round pick. If he's not reinstated by the specific date, he's supposed to be reinstated. I have to look up what day that is. It's going to be a sixth round pick. They also will get a 2024 selection that could be all the way up to a second rounder. If it reaches certain milestones. So doc, I'll go to you first because Calvin Ridley, a fantasy stud for pretty much the last couple of years. And then obviously last season between the mental health stuff, and then the gambling, he's obviously that's why he's not playing this year. So what are your thoughts on this move for his fantasy value going forward? I love this for his fantasy value, and I love this for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, keep in mind, he's sitting out this year because of a gambling issue. It's not like he's recovering from an injury. As a wide receiver, he's going to be 28 when the season's when next season rolls around. And this is a guy that has two 800-yard seasons and 1,300 yards underneath his belt. Has been pretty durable minus off the field issues. And what I really like about this for the Jacksonville Jaguars is they're really going to see if Trevor Lawrence is their franchise quarterback. They've invested money in Christian Kirk. They've now traded money or traded a pick for Calvin, Calvin Ridley. And I wouldn't be surprised if they get him one more target in the off season. And especially if they have three really good receivers, Calvin Ridley isn't going to see a lot of double coverage immediately. And especially coming off a of suspension, I think it's going to help ease him in. I love the value for this. Yeah, I think it's a really good trade for them. Johnny, the Dolphins got Bradley Chubb, and in exchange for Bradley Chubb, it was a 2025 fifth-round pick from the Broncos, a 2023 first-round pick, and a 2024 fourth-round pick and Chase Edmonds. So, so the, the trade, again, recapping Bradley Chubb, a 2025 fifth-round pick, and then in exchange, a 2023 first, 2024 fourth, and Chase Edmonds. A lot of picks and a defensive player, Bradley Chubb, obviously being the main part of this deal. What are your thoughts about this for Chase Edmonds going to Denver? What I have Chase Edmonds in a league, John. I don't know what to think about this. Yeah, before. I mean, it's tough. I just saw a graph actually that was posted by um, Ben Baldwin, the computer cowboy on Twitter. And Chase Edmonds is all the way to the right on expected yards per carry and all the way at the bottom of actual yards per carry. So, you know, maybe a change of... Um, scenery helps but if he's not even getting close to what he's expected to get i don't know why denver would be a great destination for him and i don't see him doing particularly well enough to keep a roster spot on a fantasy team 
Doc, you were the Chase Edmonds truther. Is he going to be able to have a significant workload in Denver with Melvin Gordon and Latavius Murray there? I don't think a significant workload. I think he sees a little bit of an upgrade on passing downs. But keep in mind, the Dolphins are the team that signed him this offseason. And if they're giving up half a season into a pretty lucrative contract for a running back, it means that they don't value him as well. And he goes to a significantly worse offense that's going to have less scoring opportunities. I mean, the thing about opposing defenses is they weren't putting eight, eight in the box because they have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle who can take the top off. So you weren't starting him anyway. He hadn't had double-digit carry since week one. So, I mean, waiver wire. Yeah, just to put some numbers on the graph, his expected yards per carry was just over 5.2. Mm-hmm. His actual yards per carry was a hair under three. So he's he's doing about half of what he should be. <laughs> that, yeah, honestly, Chase Edmonds has been a huge, huge bust, and that's why NBA Rigged has biggest loser, Chase Edmonds fantasy owners. Facts. He literally is just sitting on my bench, and I feel like I can't cut him. Yeah, saving Rigged- Scott Fishbowl overdrafted him. And Rigged has biggest winner as Chase Claypool, which is going to be the next one we're going to talk about. So, Rigged, that's a great transition. Chase Claypool going to the Chicago Bears, and in exchange for that, they get a 2023 second-round pick. I'm shocked that they got a second-round pick for Chase Claypool. It just they got. I think it was a second and a fifth for Roquan Smith. They got a second for Chase Claypool. Uh, boggles my mind. Uh, is he the number one or is it Darnell Mooney? I right now I don't really know. I, I'm assuming. I think he slots in at number one. Mooney. Do you think this is good for his value? I do. Yes, especially because think... it does look like the Bears have sort of figured out their offense a little bit, where they're they're no longer forcing Fields to do stuff he's not comfortable or unable to do, and it's helping obviously his his rushing upside, but just also all the passing passing work. I was and, talking about this with someone today, and he's going to an offense that is that is less pass happy, albeit now he's, you know, the wide receiver one, wide receiver two, as opposed to the third. So I can see both sides of the coin. I'm with you. I do think it helps his value. The Bears, or Justin Fields, has been a top 12 quarterback the last few weeks here, and the Bears are starting to throw the ball a little bit more, which is a kind of a positive sign for this pass catchers and they needed another playmaker in that offense and if you look at between Darnell Mooney between Chase Claypool between Cole Komet that's a better when you add Claypool in there it makes it a little bit better I'm just I'm still laughing at the Cole Komet shout out (laughs) (laughs) hey Cole Komet man the tight end everybody had him as their breakout he's been awful but again he's he's there he's a decent tight end it will be interesting to see Fields' last five games in terms of passing attempts, 22, 21, 27, 21, 23, even in games that they've been losing and have to come from behind. wonder if that increases. Again, I, I think I, I believe Justin Fields said, I'm tired of being close because there was a comment about the Bears were so close to actually starting to win games, and he made that comment. He was like, I'm tired of it being that way. Like I want to finish games, and I think they're starting to make the playbook better for his skill set and he's starting to be able to take more shots downfield the bears are one of the team leaders or league leaders in air yards so they are taking shots downfield and chase claypool will be great for that so that as rig says here too justin fields passing quality is going up and he's more weapons chicago in two years going to be there uh in contention they better draft some more wide receivers they need other playmakers they just a single wide receiver that's all you need these days is just uh get your jamar chase in the rookie deal and then you're good 
and I love Khalil Herbert. They found a freaking gem. In if they could Herbert. just actually use him over Montgomery, <laughs> he's in, to talk about fantasy purgatory. I don't know whether or not ever to start Khalil Herbert yeah. when David Montgomery's healthy. It's crazy. I, I saw a stat. I want to say that David Montgomery, I, I'm going to look this up while we talk about it. David Montgomery, I think, has 92 carries, and Khalil Herbert has 91 carries. But Khalil Herbert has almost 150 more yards than David Montgomery. It's pretty crazy that uh, the difference between their efficiencies. So is Khalil, I may I put this question out on Twitter, which is obviously not going to happen now, but I'm curious. Is Khalil Herbert a top 10 running back if something happens to David Montgomery? Yeah, I'd have to make a list. I would say, yeah, I, I, nine around nine or 10. I, mean, he's I, been I definitely lean towards. Montgomery's been out. I definitely lead towards yes because, and that's what makes it so frustrating that Montgomery keeps getting all this work. <laughs> all right, you have Khalil Herbert with David Montgomery out, or do you have Tony Pollard with Zeke out? Who do you play? Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard. Oh no hesitation. Tony Pollard's been a top ten back if Zeke wasn't there. Sometimes yes. he's top ten with Zeke there. <laughs> So there's the stats for both of them on the season. So Khalil Herbert has 91 carries for 563 yards, averaging 6.2 yards per carry, four touchdowns. David Montgomery, 92 carries for 361 yards, two touchdowns, averaging 3.9 yards per carry. So he has one more carry and yet almost 200 less yards. Unreal. There you go. It says it all. David Montgomery's 25, which is starting to be old for a running back. Yeah, he's not signed past this year either. And uh, Rick says, Dave Ariar's reference is stout. That's exactly what Claypool provides. That's what we're here for, man. With the stout, the stout uh, analysis here. And Khalil and Montgomery are a great one-two punch. Got to keep them both on the roster if I were Chicago GM. I think Montgomery's a free agent. I don't think you can pay a running back. Uh, I think they'll have over $100 uh, million in salary cap space, but... I think you guys can't pay Montgomery. No, they're going to do have, anything uh, they can to prevent Justin Fields from throwing the ball. Could be. Let's talk about something that Rick did reference there was he talked about TJ Hawkinson. The Vikings got TJ Hawkinson in a 2023 fourth round pick and a 2024 conditional fourth from the Giants in exchange for a 2023 second and 2024 third. TJ Hawkinson was kind of what the back end of the top 12 tight ends and you literally kind of he had a few big weeks, and then other than that, he's kind of meh. Is this the same type of thing? Is he meh? Yeah, I was gonna say I'm not really convinced that this moves his position at all, and you know the tiers of tight ends. I mean, Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff. I mean, Kirk's is a little bit better of a quarterback, but Detroit has a little bit better of an offense anyway, so it's kind of moot. Yeah, I. I Oh, there's an echo. Uh, but anyway, I think TJ Hawkinson, he's going to be, what, at best, probably the third option. You probably have Jefferson and Thielen ahead of him at this he's point. He's a boom bust. I mean, he has one game this year with double-digit targets. Most of the games, he sits in between four to five. I mean, if something happens to Dalvin Cook, I think Kirk Cousins probably leads the league in attempts the rest of the way. So, but... Did uh, Rick? Did you put money on that that the Vikings win the division? I did. Did you? What was the payout? Plus two thirty. That's it. That's not. I was going to say it's not that juicy. I mean, this was before the season started. The Packers were like minus two fifty. 
That's what I mean. I'm still like, I would have thought it would have been. I saw that right now, if you put a bet on them to win the Super Bowl, it's, I think, plus 5,000. The Packers? The Bears. I'm sorry, the, oh. the Vikings. I kind of like that. Maybe make a bet for it. Got uh, our buddy Sport Wikipedia checking in here. And uh, Rick says, I, I never bet. Sorry, Dave. Good, you know what? You give, good, you, need you give good betting advice, oh. though. Only on the Powerball, baby. 1.2 billion. <laughs> Gonna buy That's me right. Amazon. <laughs> Kidding. Johnny, if, if you if you win that, will you will you fly <laughs> me on vacation somewhere? That means no. David, I I'm not gonna stay a billionaire by giving away free vacations. <laughs> <laughs> just to me, just one. <laughs> uh the other big offensive move that I think we'll well actually there's a couple more we haven't talked about yet. Chiefs adding Kadarius Tony. This was going back a couple days ago. To, from the Giants for a 2023 third and a 2023 sixth. The third is a comp, a compensatory pick that the Chiefs got. So, Kadarius Tony with the Chiefs, could he be Tyreek Hill 2.0 in that offense? I, could he be Sky Moore 2.0 in that offense? It's too early. To, don't <laughs> don't disrespect Sky Moore like that. I just got it. I want to take a little bit of credit for telling everyone that Sky Moore became their fantasy darling a little too early. It's still his rookie year. I'll give him some time. Remember, Amonra St. Brown last year didn't break out until like the last six games. So fair, fair. Sports Wikipedia says Geno Smith been a top ten quarterback of the season. Yeah, he definitely yes. has. Mm-hmm. Will he keep it up rest of season though? Yes, I think so too. He's played some tough defenses already. He he is what he is. Like he's his he has a very good completion percentage. And he's basically putting guys in position to make good yards after catch. So he's, he's extremely not, accurate this year. If you see yeah. some of the balls he's thrown. <laughs> Riggs says, I would buy you a yacht, David, if, if I win the Powerball. Okay, I'm rooting for you, Rig. You can win the Powerball. Johnny won't buy me anything. So You'd you root against vote. your co-host? <laughs> well, he won't buy me anything. And then uh, Riggs says, you guys should bet on Seattle winning the NFC West. I, I imagine at that point, they're probably it's probably in minus money. Absolutely not. What is it? Uh, last time I checked, it was like plus two twenty. Was it really? Mm-hmm. I would. I would think about doing it, but it would pain me to make that Interesting. <laughs> Nick and uh, Sportsman says Nick Chubb best running back currently. Agree or disagree? Are we talking about Almost pure as runner? Good as Joe Mixon. David, two touchdowns last night, you said? Dude, yeah, that, that <laughs> blew the crap out of me, man. I like Joe, if you look what the Browns have been against like a rush defense, they've been awful. Like, I, I won't go and look at the game logs, but they've been bad. And I, I wonder if losing Jamar Chase, they just the whole game plan changed. And like, I don't want to like blame it on that, but he looked bad. <laughs> so that was some money down the drain. That's okay. We all had fun. Nick Chubb, the best running. I think he's the best pure runner in the NFL. Yes. Agreed. Obviously, you're talking about fantasy. He doesn't catch enough balls to be the like number one pick for uh for formats or for PPR formats. Why did our 49ers sell Jeff Wilson, Doc? Let's let's tie that into the fact they also brought in Christian McCaffrey, too. That's why Jeff Wilson's expendable. Doc was not a fan of the Christian McCaffrey move. But then he goes out and does something that hasn't been done since 2005 by passing, running, and receiving a touchdown. Doc, you got to get – where's your 23 Christian McCaffrey jersey? All right. I will order a Christian McCaffrey jersey if we win the Super Bowl. 
I just don't like giving up that much for a running back that hasn't been able to stay healthy and that we think is the missing piece away from a Super Bowl. We already traded three first-round picks for a quarterback that's not playing for us. We traded Jeff Wilson because of the Mike McDaniel tie. If you think about the backfield, it's Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, coached by Mike McDaniel. They were all on our team last year. That's a big part we don't talk about in trades is relationship building. And they wanted to send Jeff Wilson to the best team. He's now an insurance policy on a contender. They're fairly confident Elijah Mitchell is going to come back healthy. And if not, they will probably sign Marlon Mack or Tevin Coleman. Yeah. I mean, I think Marlon Mack's already on another team's practice squad. Yeah, but you can just. No, it doesn't matter. 49ers will, 49ers will do whatever to get a retread running back before giving it to Tyree and Davis Price. This is or, their first time they've actually invested highly in a running back, too. Finally. Niners? Yeah, they're, they're like, since was it been since Frank Gore that they've actually like invested high? Like, someone I think they're always drafting players. We, we traded up to get Trey Sermon last year. Who He's a third-round pick, season. though. Yeah, but we traded up to get him. We traded up to get Joe Williams, who never played a snap for us. Yeah, you guys we, are awful. We actually trade a lot for running backs that never pan out. Can you buy each of us a McCaffrey jersey if 49ers win the championship? Maybe. If the 49ers, buy Rig the jersey. Come on. He's, he said each of us. Each You and him. All right, I'll get him a jersey if the 49ers win it. Rick's our guy. Chiefs. <laughs> oh, God. I would feel really bad for you if they both went and you lost again. I don't think you would be able to talk to me anymore. Caden, <laughs> the Colts fan. What's up, Caden? Traded TB12 for two and a 12-man PPR. I love that. Robbery. Robbery. I love that move. Great move. Uh, the one thing I will say, though, to his playoff schedule is actually pretty rough. I think he plays the Bills. He plays the Packers and he plays the Patriots, which held them to under 15 points when they played last. It's the one thing I'm a little scared of, but Tua's definitely balling out. So I, I like that move right now. Sports Wikipedia says Ty- Tyreek Hill is on pace for 1,900 plus receiving yards right now. He has 961 receiving yards. Who would have thought he would have his best season not in Kansas City? Wait, wait, wait. I had him as wide receiver one. <laughs> where's, where's the mute button? <laughs> I had him as wide receiver one. Been touting this. You did, Doc. That's a good call. You should have made a video about it. I should have. From now on, if you have a take like that, you got to make a video so it's documented. Okay, I try to do as many as I can. Well, you do the you do a really good job every week with waiver wire pickups. And if you haven't checked that out, we have the trip wire that comes out every Monday that does all waiver wire pickups. Doc releases a video every Tuesday or so that highlights his favorite waiver wire pickup to get. So those always do really well. Uh, Doc, you got to do some some of your preseason videos to call out some players though, too. I'll try says uh rigged jeff wilson was my guy with shanahan why trade him bold move for shanny i'm doubting on uh their decision right now i'm right there with you brother caden says team now is Tua cook henry cd hopkins goddard godwin i would say it's a pretty pretty solid team right there wouldn't you guys say so now with hopkins back in there too okay we got we got a question coming in do i give pollard and Thielen for josh jacobs no no Agreed. That was pretty. This easy. this last week was a preview of what happens when the offense goes wrong. He'll get five points. <laughs> Josh is or uh, John is a, a big time Raiders fan, so he's been pretty watch watching every game pretty closely. And you even were very skeptical of Josh Jacobs' usage and what he was doing these last three games. So, yeah, I wouldn't. Do you think? Do you think he's back to what he is rest of season, John, or do you think that he is 
going to I happen. think there's a there's a middle ground. He's not going to get five, but he's not going to get 15 and 20 every week. I think he's probably going to get 60 yards, 70 yards with a couple catches here or there, but he's not going to be, you know, 150 yards, three touchdowns. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty – That I agree with you, John. Yeah, we all, we liked Caden's team, right? I forgot we uh, solid squad and Keenan Allen, and then Sports Wikipedia. I'm disappointed in my Colts. The only scored 16 points. Their Colts look awful. They need to actually invest in a quarterback. I don't know what they're doing, bringing in retreads <laughs> every single year. I would be so frustrated if I were a Colts fan just for. And I think Caden Caden is also a Colts fan too. It, it's just hard. It's like they have a pretty good roster i feel like for the most part they need to bring in another wide receiver but i mean they brought out obviously alec pierce has looked good but i just feel like they've been stuck in that what it been like eight and eight to ten and six range for the last few years you got to go in and get some young pieces in there does the hawkinson trade affect any fantasy relevant players in the vikings offense i might say that maybe it affects well, obviously, Irv Smith is now. If you have Irv Smith, he's gone, and I know he's hurt anyway. So it wouldn't wasn't like you were holding on to him. I would say maybe if anything, maybe you guys could agree or disagree. Maybe it hurts Thielen a little bit because Thielen was such a big, like touchdown or dependent flex play at this point that Hawkinson's a big body, and that maybe some end zone looks go towards Hawkinson at that point. I don't yeah. know if, if you guys. I think that's spot on. It's not like he'll be stealing any Jefferson targets or anything, yeah. but Thielen would be the only impact. Yeah, I would say Jefferson still. Justin Jefferson actually hasn't had a receiving touchdown since week one. I know, which is pretty. Tyreek Hill hasn't had a receiving touchdown since week two. And here they are, top five wide receivers. Exactly, man. They're just killing it with volume. Affected more from the Colts, that's for sure. Sports Wikipedia. They've been probably one of the most disappointing teams this year. And. Caden says, it's so frustrating. Been a season ticket holder my whole life. I got excited and then nothing lately. They need to clean house. Right uh, and Ballard aren't taking. I actually have heard a lot of people say that they're done after this year. They're going to clean house. So could happen, especially with how mediocre they've been. Has there been a team more disappointing than the Colts this year? And I'm forgetting. Bengals or Raiders. Or the, the Buccaneers. Packers. Actually, there's a lot well, more. Just, lot never mind. It's just half the team has been, half the league's been disappointing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> There's a lot of a holy moly, but yeah, Colts definitely underperforming. Uh, what about okay, guys? So, and yeah, Col- Caden says Colts have been here for six years and they have two playoff berths. Yeah, the one of them though was when they beat the Chiefs in that freaking wild card game that tore my heart out. I'll never forget that game. Never forget that game. I guess that was more than six years ago. That those are all the major trades. I mean, James Robinson to the Jets meh i don't think that's anything really worth talking about maybe you can add him up to your bench i do know his playoff schedule is really good i have to look at his matchups but um i'm pretty sure the jets have a, a really good last few games here we're gonna not talk about naeem hines getting traded to buffalo oh thank you i did miss one naeem hines to buffalo james cook season is over if it ever started devin singletary <laughs> is he i think devin singletary is still gonna be okay yeah, like I don't a, think it impacts Devin Singletary too much. No, like a low-end RB2, Devin Singletary stays where he is. James Cook, I think, is cooked. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Naeem Hines is, is a backup, well, they, backup, they, he's a backup. I, I actually disagree with this because they traded Zach Moss in the deal. So they – Was mean, he in the deal? I didn't see that. Yeah. So it's essentially they replaced one, Zach one Moss. 
And Naeem Hines is a smaller running back who's already had a concussion this year. I I think it's a quicker playing path for him to, to get um, snaps just because the other running backs that are ahead of him are built smaller. And I think Naeem Hines they got because he's a better pass catching back than Zach Moss. So mm-hmm. his, his place on the depth chart is actually the same, but I think it gives him more versatility as opposed to Zach Moss, who you pretty much know he's a North and South runner. I do want to, before I forget, I talked about James Robinson, maybe adding him to your bench or making a low offer trade. The Jets playoff schedule is against the Lions, against the Jaguars and against the Seahawks. So he could be Ooh, kind I of love a, that revenge matchup. You know, they, they'll feed him. That's what I'm saying. Like he, that's right in the midst of the playoffs. So you could get an RB depth piece. I might throw a trade out there for James Robinson now, actually. But yeah, Naheem is a great. Uh, I am a big Chiefs fan, but they had a bye week this week, so I'm just kind of chilling right now. And uh, they, yeah, they, you would see Naheem Hines have those like one or two weeks every year, where he would win someone a million dollars in DFS. He would have like two touchdowns, and you know, ten carries for fifty yards, eight catches for a hundred yards, two touchdowns. Like he had those all like sporadically, but they he they never seemed like he had consistent usage. Can you believe the Eagles are undefeated? I picked them winning 10 plus games and didn't think they were have be as good as, as they have been. They also have haven't I think they played the Cowboys and they've played the Packers, I think are their only two really tough games. And the rest of the season, they don't play too many tough opponents either. I'm not saying they're frauds, but I, I think they I mean if the Eagles and Bills played, who you think would win? The Bills. I mean, I think it'd be a great game and you could go either way on it. If the Eagles and Chiefs play, do you think would win? Certainly the Eagles. Ah, I was waiting for that. <laughs> if the Eagles and Dolphins played, Eagles. Eagles, I take Eagles. I think with a healthy Tua, that would actually be closer than you think. Oh, just a few short weeks ago, everybody was given Tua so much guff. <laughs> <laughs> Hines is the receiving back. Most of his absolutely passing downs and outside runs. Yeah, I think he could play some slot snaps as well. Bills are. I think Bills definitely still have to beat the favorites. James Cook is explosion is really still a great passing, pass catching back competition with Hines. I think James Cook is definitely going to be more of a, a long play in dynasty. I don't think he has any redraft value this year unless um, someone gets hurt in that offense. And the Eagles NBA schedule, NFL schedule is rigged. That's right. That's how we're going to go with it. All right. So no betting this week because we wanted to get through the trade deadline and talk with all the comments. You guys all in the comments make this show worth it for us. It makes it so much more fun. So fact that you guys are here every week doing you doing what you do and helping um give us some good content thank you guys so much again we're live here every single tuesday night right around 6 30 p.m eastern time so if you guys like hopping in the chat and hanging out with us make sure you set an alert uh and you can hang out with us we usually have we'll have brad here too we'll kind of hang out and talk some football doc anything you want to plug i want to make sure again if you haven't checked out doc's isaiah likely video which just dropped yesterday yesterday. Uh, make sure you check that out on why it's his favorite waiver wire pickup for this week and check out the basketball content if you're big into basketball with basketball season rolling around because doc and james have been dropping well just this week you were on it but they drop weekly waiver wire basketball content that always gets thousands of views on our youtube channel so don't miss that as well. Pick up luka Doncic on the waiver wire (laughs) my my last thing talking about football Broncos D is now a waiver drop. A no waiver reason drop. to have him with Bradley Chubb gone. What about Ravens D if they're out there in your league? 
well, let's first. Is Ravens I've, D is Ravens D like a free agent in most leagues? I feel like they're not. I've stuck with them all season just because they get a turnover, even if they give up points, and they'll give me six around six every week. Well, I think if I also remember, they they have a pretty well. Obviously, they just got Roquan Smith, who's one of the two time second team All Pro. Then they play their the rest of their schedule. They play the Saints, the Panthers, the Jaguars, the Broncos, the Steelers, the Browns, the Falcons, the Steelers again. Like that's a yeah, really take, good. You schedule. take them for that playoff schedule at Cleveland, and who knows how to shine. I might make a trade for Ravens defense. To be honest yeah. with you, um, versus Atlanta, versus Pittsburgh, you definitely do it. I will throw Cortland Sutton for Ravens defense right now. <laughs> Just for you, Doc. David, David at one point last week thought that in a half PPR, assuming Russell Wilson was healthy, that Cortland Sutton would outscore. It's still, he still could. He still could. I just don't need him right now. <laughs> Bills are still Sports Wikipedia's favorites to win, and he says, who is Defensive Player of the Year currently? I feel like it to, has to be Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons would be my pick. I think he was close last year. This year he gets it. Miami... Chubb, defensive wins, baby. By the way, is Elijah Mitchell practicing already? If not, McCaffrey's going to be overused. It's not practicing yet. I think he's, yeah, it's still like a week or two away for him. We got our bye week, though. Ravens, he's always on waivers. They're lousy. I, I would still pick them up, and I might make a trade for him just because of the, the schedule the rest of the way here. Thank you guys, though, for tuning in. Again, please, if you haven't already liked the video, subscribe to the channel. Share the content with your friends because Triple Play Fancy, we're trying to grow to be the best football, baseball, and basketball universal fantasy platform, betting platform there is out there. So all of your sharing and getting that out there to everybody really helps us a lot. Johnny, give us some parting words of wisdom. Um, I don't have any words of wisdom, but if everybody could just send me positive vibes for that Powerball drawing on Wednesday night. <laughs> I'm, rooting for, I'm rooting for rigged more, but I'll also root for you, Johnny. <laughs> all right, for Doc, for Johnny... I'm D-Many. We're going to make like a bread truck and we're going to haul these buns. Catch you guys next week.